The Struggle for the Soul of Ukraine. Today, Monday, December 2nd, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. The protests in Kiev continue as Europe and Russia tussle over the future of Ukraine. We ask why the former Soviet Republic matters. Here's one answer. Because without Ukraine, Russia will never again be an empire. Also today, a reminder that modern yoga is a combination of many traditions, including some not-so-peaceful ones. Once we realize yoga can accommodate a phenomena like militant ascetics, then people will understand what I mean by multiple traditions. Plus, a Korean War veteran reflects on the detention of fellow vet Merrill Newman in North Korea. He just got caught up in our thinking and not probably having all the political information before he went into North Korea. No way I would go into North Korea. Those stories after the news. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, recognizing the important role of their healthcare partners in helping improve the lives of more than 9 million people around the world last year. Learn more at Medtronic.com. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Revolution has been on my mind for a few days and started at a screening of Catching Fire. Revolution is a key part of the Hunger Games narrative. But as I watched that fictional rebellion unfold, my mind also turned to the real-life calls for revolution in Ukraine, which is where we start the program. Today, thousands of protesters were on the streets of Kiev. Again, they blockaded key government buildings and took over Independence Square. That's the same square that was the epicenter of Ukraine's Orange Revolution some nine years ago. The outrage then was over a rigged vote in favor of a man named Viktor Yanukovych. He is now the country's president, and protesters are livid about his decision to turn Ukraine's back on the European Union. The BBC's David Stern is in Kiev. Earlier today, he told us what the protesters are calling for during their demonstrations. Revolution, out or down with the band, or the band of criminals they mean. They sing the uh, Ukrainian national anthem quite a lot, to be honest. And most of all, I'd say they chant, uh, Ukraine is Europe, in reference to the the issue that sparked all of this, uh, Ukraine's integration, or as it was, paused integration with uh, the EU. Right. I was going to say I hadn't heard the word Europe or European Union in any of those chants until you mentioned that last one there. So what what are they saying now about joining the EU? Is that still on the table for them? Well, the EU says it's on the table. They say is uh, when uh, Ukraine is ready and when Ukraine wants, they're more than happy to receive them. But of course, there are still some outstanding issues and they seem to be growing with these demonstrations. How has the Ukrainian government responded to these blockades of government buildings? Well, the Ukrainian government has been very careful in its response. And in fact, we haven't really heard from President Yanukovych at all uh, since uh, the giant demonstrations and clashes yesterday. There have been reactions from the government. They've, uh, the Speaker of the Parliament has called for uh, dialogue between the opposition and the government. The opposition is sticking by its demands that the, that the government of Prime Minister Mykola Azarov resign, that they have fresh presidential elections, fresh parliamentary elections. Uh, President Yanukovych apparently has spoken to EU leaders, and he is now sending a delegation to Brussels to reopen discussions, as they say, about some aspects of the association agreement. Are there any signs that Yanukovych is nervous about these demonstrations? Yes, I think he's very nervous. Uh, there are a lot of signs. 
Um, what that nervousness means and what he will ultimately do is uh, is really the big question. Nobody knows. So the the government does feel pressure. There's no question about it. And they are making moves. In fact, President Yanukovych has said that he's going to investigate police violence. And when the police did crack down the, the, on the demonstrators, he said that he was deeply outraged. There has been reaction and there has been some moves towards the demonstrators, but obviously it's not what they want, you know, ultimately. And yet I hear demonstrators are starting to set up tents in the city. It doesn't sound like they're going anywhere soon. No, they're not. These protests have been very much demonstrator driven. The opposition has been basically swept along by a wave. There are a lot of indications that they're uh, either not in control or they're just reacting. The BBC's David Stern there in Kiev. For a little more background on the crisis there, we turn to another BBC reporter, Irina Taranyuk, who grew up in the western part of Ukraine. Why do the EU and Russia care so much about Ukraine, Irina? I mean, give us a sense of why this little former Soviet republic means so much. Marco, can I uh, take up the issue with you about little former Soviet republic? It's the <laughs> largest uh, uh, geographically country in Europe.